All right, welcome back. Casey is coming. She is going to be on with us in a few minutes. But first, very important segment. We're introducing the Fun Sexy Bible Time intern, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Matthew. Uh, thanks for letting me out of the intern basement. You know, it's getting a little dark down there. Uh, the deceased bodies of all the previous interns keep me company, but it's good to see the sunshine and uh, hear from my old friends. So it's good to be here. Okay, so first of all, the question is, what are you doing? Like, why Why are you, what, what made you seek us out to be the intern of Fun Sexy Bible Time and the intern for my personal projects? Right. Well, so I'm a, I'm a communications major at Moody Babel Institute, uh, and I uh, very much enjoy writing and editing and whatnot. And uh, one of, you know, the esteemed, venerable thought leader, Matthew Pierce, when I heard that he was writing a book, I thought to myself, uh, this sounds like a job for me. Uh, and I, I, I figured, you know, I could lend a helping hand in bringing your uh, quality common commentary uh, to the world in book form, as well as you know any help I could bring to the to the fun sexy Bible time team. Uh, it's uh, been a a long time fan as a homeschooler and uh, as part of the weird evangelical subculture that you address fairly frequently. And uh, you know you you you're you're where it's happening. You know you're on uh, what was it Christianity Today? Is that where you ended up? Your your hot stuff, Matthew. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, so I think when we announced that we had an intern, I think there was a little bit of confusion that people weren't quite sure if this was just a running gag that we had. <laughs> uh, but you are, in fact, real. We just want to confirm I, to the people that you are, in fact, real. I am flesh and blood. Uh, my Twitter account, Two Simple Ideas, is a Russian bot account. But apart from that, I am I'm a real person, you know? <laughs> Okay, so we when I when I got to know you, obviously the first thing that came to my mind was your first name's Kai. So mm-hmm. obviously your your intern nickname has to be Cobra Kai. Naturally. And I was a little worried that maybe you had gotten that nickname somewhere along the way before this, mm-hmm. but then I realized that I'm incredibly old, right. and you're and you're not. No. Uh, so no, not only had you not gotten that nickname before, you you were unfamiliar with the basis of Cobra Kai. This is true. I, I I will say, really, the only nickname that I've gotten before that has kind of stuck has been Caiaphas, uh, which, as you recall, is the high priest who ordered the death of Jesus. So I'm not a huge fan of that one. I'll take Cobra Kai over that any day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in terms of Cobra Kai, I so you know you gave me that nickname when we when we first got in contact, and I was like, for starters, it's a super dope nickname. Uh, but secondly, I, I had in my mind for some reason that it was from G.I. Joe, um, but I, I recently <laughs> found out after watching an episode of Community uh, that uh, the, the G.I. Joe guy is actually uh, Cobra Commander, so that's a completely mm. different thing. Um, but upon, upon your request, I did some research on the internet and, you know, uh, realized the Karate Kid reference. But uh, upon further digging, I actually found out that the Cobra Kai, that organization, they're the good guys. And Daniel Russo is actually just a punk kid who is the villain of the story. Okay, so take me down this because you're, you're baiting me here with a contrarian take uh, on I, pop culture. I, I absolutely am. Uh, and so from what I could gather anyway is uh, so uh, Johnny, you know, is, is the blonde karate, karate guy from Cobra Kai. And uh, so he's he's just kind of chilling on the beach, and uh, his his girl had recently dumped him. I believe that's how that went, and not the other way around. Uh, but uh, then this Daniel Russo punk right comes in and and steals steals his girl. Um, and then you know Johnny he's he's harassing the the woman, which is you know not not a good thing. We we do not advocate that. Uh, but uh, Daniel uh, provokes him a little bit, kind of pushes his buttons, and um, if I remember correctly, he actually leads the attack, like actually initiates the fight, does he not? It was a sucker punch. He sucker punched him. 
<laughs> I, I I baited you thoroughly. Like you you gave in there. I'll have you know. I couldn't I couldn't help it. <laughs> so yeah, he, he sucker punches him right, and then you know uh, Johnny does the honorable thing and defends himself, uh, especially in front of this this girl who he probably still has feelings for. Uh, it's it's the honorable thing to do. I would do the same in his place. Um, and just kind of as the story progresses, it's it's a it's a consistent theme is Daniel just. Uh, harassing, pushing the buttons, like the the Halloween scene when just unprovoked, mm-hmm. Johnny is you know taking a deuce and uh, Daniel just was it dumps hot water on him or something. That's cold water. Cold water. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, listen, can we say that every every blow Daniel Larusso received in that entire movie, he thoroughly deserved. I, I'd i have to do more research, but I'd be willing to entertain that idea. The only one that I have a question about is, of course, the notorious, you know, in the middle of the tournament when uh, Johnny, like, does the old, you know, break his kneecap type deal. Was that? <laughs> do, do you approve of that? A little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're, you're all in. You're in for a penny, right? <laughs> so, I mean, it's pretty clear that Cobra Kai much, much cooler than any of the oh, yeah. other schools of karate. I, uh, I would agree. The only thing, so the, the the research I did did cast some shade on Mr. Miyagi as well, but that's that's the only, like, Mr. Miyagi seems like a pretty, pretty studly man, you know? I mean, he lacks the, he lacks the, the blatant racism of, uh, <laughs> of John Kreese. So, I mean, in that sense, he's better than, than the Cobra Kai sensei right. uh-huh. um are we totally sure that the the miyagi uh daniel relationship is on the up and up i mean this is like a, mm. an elderly man uh-huh. just no apparent other friends just kind of hanging around with 15 year old boy right. all day long i mean are we, are we sure about this that does seem a little suspect uh i mean hmm I, you'll have to refresh me. What's what's his back? Because he had like a bit of a sob story regarding was his wife or did he have a son or what was his his deal? Well, I mean, listen, are we even believing what Miyagi says? I mean, <laughs> he works as a what is a uh, custodian, but has like all these cars. Where okay. where'd the cars come from? Yeah, wait a minute. All right, so you're making sense, but I feel like this is uh, we're we're drifting into Alex Jones levels of conspiracy here. What what, what are you okay. thinking? Like, where where do you get his money? Where do you get his cars? Uh, give it to a straight straight big chief. The globalists. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I I've just got a lot of questions about Mister yeah. Miyagi. Um, right. uh, to to kind of recenter us on the on the point here, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cobra Kai. The jackets, the jackets are pretty mm. awesome. Yep, that's the mark do of we, any good organization is a good jacket. Do we need? Do you like at, at some point? Do we need to launch our own line of intern Cobra Kai fun, sexy Bible time jackets? Absolutely. Uh, is that where yeah. this is going? I'm pretty sure we actually had that in the contract. You probably should have read that a little more closely, but. <laughs> So I, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this, but I'm going to put uh-huh. you on the spot. It won't be the last time that I put you on the spot. Uh, no. What denomination is Cobra Kai? Oh, geez. Uh, if you hmm. had to pin the, a denomination on them that they would represent, right? I mean, just the whole karate thing instantly makes me makes me think of uh, some sort of charismatic movement. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> lots of lots of limb flailing, you know. Like I'm sure there's some kind of center spiritual something or other but uh okay so i see that yeah i suggest that they're they're also very angry so we're looking Mm. at some kind of some kind of reform theology yes yeah no that that could definitely fit um and they're 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 gonna defend their home turf you know they're not gonna let anybody walk over them so i don't see any women in cobra kai so we're talking (laughs) complementarian right right yep yep that checks out <laughs> yeah, that uh, I I suppose if if that movie were were made today, we would definitely have to uh, add a um, modicum of diversity uh, to things. Okay, so I your continuing homework is is definitely to 
look at the Cobra Kai YouTube series. Okay. Uh, and we, right. we can do this together. Yep. Uh, because Johnny Johnny has grown up, and it's mm-hmm. about Johnny reckoning with his, his past and, and okay. dare I say, revenge on mm-hmm. Daniel. Okay. So I, that, that will be something I would, I would dearly love to talk with you about as we, as we go along. Could be a continuing Okay, so segment, for the listeners, perhaps. yes, for the listeners, um, what do you, what, what do we, tell the listeners what we've been working on, what we're going to work on. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So we're, uh, we've been, I've been doing some market research on what the Christian humor uh, scene is like, uh, and we're hopefully going to begin the editing process for the book, which I haven't even actually been told the title yet. So do you, do your listeners know the title? Did I just miss that? Yes. Uh, well, actually, I don't know. Um, I think I talked about it. I think we're probably just going to call it Evangelical Thought Leader. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good self-titled album. That's good. It's always good to have one of those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, you were talking about sending me a few chapters in a little bit and, uh, I never thought I'd be this guy, but I, I enjoy, enjoy grammar and enjoy editing and whatnot. Um, now that's going to look very differently, right? Because your style is uh, a little more, Laid back, a little more casual, something we uh, see in your blogs. What was the word you had for it again? Um, what did I say? It was hyperbolic. Uh, yes, yes, that's the word. So uh, it'll be a unique challenge for me, uh, but I am thoroughly looking forward to it. And uh, uh, you guys can suck it because I get uh, the first look at it. So am I supposed to insult the <laughs> listeners? Is that okay? Is yes, that right? I think okay. that's okay. I think that's how that works. All right, all right. So... All right, Cobra Kai, we will be talking to you soon. Excellent. Uh, Thank you for for coming on the show. Of course. Glad to be here. All right, so thank you, Cobra Kai. Thank you for popping in for a few minutes. Um, Yes. We'll be hearing from from old Cobra Kai again here pretty Mm -hmm. soon. Got to get him back on the show to do a one-on-one with Casey about (laughs) the... (laughs) It's the third time making this joke. I'm hoping it's even funnier <laughs> the third time I do it. <laughs> you could have come up with a different one. I thought about it, but then I thought I'd go meta and just do the same Breast one. Breastfeeding and... in church. Yes. <laughs> Yay or nay. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll get Cobra back on here because he's a... Um, Evidently a Hamilton guy, and I don't know of anybody who likes Hamilton, but uh, maybe he could. Nobody, nobody likes it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just hope <laughs> I hadn't, I haven't ruined it for you with my interpretation of it. <laughs> you did it. I hope you're still able so to enjoy the original, in fear as it may be. <laughs> so, uh, you gave me permission to rant about something. Uh, before we get started, I'm taking yes. full advantage of this. I I'd like to take a moment and say, Casey, can we please, please, I beg of you, mm-hmm. can we get rid of the curated divorce photos? I would be okay with that. This has been stuck in my craw for a little bit. I I think this is. I'm not exaggerating when I say. I think this is why God's wrath rests upon America right now. <laughs> okay. This and only this. This is the only thing that, okay. that we are getting punished for. Is okay. when someone with a brand that needs management, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. brand management will be a topic that pops up again and again this episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> somebody's brand is being threatened by the smallest detail of, oh, I don't know, a collapsing marriage, they think the best thing to do is to pose with your soon-to-be ex with a Cheshire cat grin propped Mm -hmm. up like a couple of shit heels smiling for the camera saying, look at us. We're about to get divorced. Mm -hmm. Aren't we precious? (laughs) I hate this, Casey. I hate it I so very much. And I'm not even speaking. I'm not even speaking that the divorce has no place. Right. It does. 
and it's yeah. it's messy and I judge no one that has had it but if you think the correct course of action is to take a smiling photo of you and your almost ex and plaster it all over your socials yes I do judge you because you're a moron <laughs> and you deserve to be judged for that because you know what that says you know what it says when you when you go with the curated divorce photo what does that say that says I'm different that says, I am special and I am cute. Mm-hmm. And divorce, I'm going to make it work. It's not going to mm-hmm. be messy. It's not going to be painful for me because yeah. I'm different. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Even when divorce is biblically appropriate or necessary, it's it's still messy and it still hurts. And it's it's always destructive. And Mm -hmm. it is the height of narcissism to try to put a happy face on this and say, well, it's going to be different for me because I have Uh a brand. And it just drives me nuts because it's It's super bizarre. Yeah. I think that uh, the announcement part makes sense to me for people with a following. But the pictures that go with them, definitely. (laughs) There's like a huge disconnect. It's like, yes, tell people what's going on in your personal life. That's fine. But, like, the the one that really stuck out to me was the Rachel and Dave Hollis. Because they legitimately, the picture of them looks like they just won the lottery. Like, I haven't taken that happy of a picture with Danny in several years. Like, what is going on? <laughs> it's not like the announcement in itself is fine. It, it probably, you know, tell people. But the smiling pictures is just strange. Really strange. I don't get it. <laughs> well, thank you for validating my my rage on this issue um and again we're not matt metcalf went hard on this on saturday (laughs) on twitter he did it all day he did he man he doesn't care he's just like "Hmm, this is what i'm gonna tweet and whatever respect to matt i I somehow missed that we were talking about this earlier that i've because of my work schedule i have like long windows where i'm not able to check twitter so mm-hmm. sometimes stuff like that falls through the cracks so i gotta go yeah. back on there and, and check that out yeah. so uh so that to say when you uh when you pull up instagram because i am a new instagramist <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely what we're called yeah instagramist when, when you see my grams <laughs> And uh, you see a curated divorce photo from me and Kendra. Please cancel me swiftly and totally on this show. I will show. have canceled you long before that. Okay. But. <laughs> I will have had it coming, I'm sure. Yes. So. <laughs> all right. Let's get to some all housekeeping, right. Haas. Okay. We are now tied in the uh, the cool people showdowns. Yeah. I like the idea of this being a series where we just do... Why not? We just keep doing showdowns. We have all the time in the world, right? (laughs) Stuck in our houses for the next, I don't know, two years maybe? (laughs) Uh, You know, I mean, it was... That's fine. Yeah, so you won by like... It was like 60... It was about 60-40, I think, was it? It was somewhere in there. It was was about the same as when you beat me the first time. Yeah, yeah. So, congrats. So, what are we Kinda saying? crazy. You know, we both picked the opposite sex better than we picked the same sex. There, there must be something to that. <laughs> John, John Piper, is that you? Uh, <laughs> some very traditionalist sounds coming from the other side of this podcast right now. But... Yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah, whatever. Go yeah, ahead. It's fine. We can just... Ignore that. Uh, so, yes, thank you to everybody who participated and voted in the Cool Chick Showdown. We will... We got some what ideas. What should we do next? 
I mean, I like some of the ideas that we've kicked around. Uh, I'm just not sold on any one of them yet. I think this is something we're going to have to talk about. Okay. Uh, to figure out what the next one's going to be. Okay. Um, All right. So, uh, also, th- thank you. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you uh, to the voters for lifting me to victory despite my <laughs> David Duke All Stars joke. <laughs> So uh, if you if you didn't hear that joke, I'm not going to explain it because it sounds even worse when I don't explain it. So yeah, let's just, <laughs> it really uh, does. Let's just move on. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Susie, who uh, sent me a really nice card and a piece of art with Sarah Groves lyrics on it in the mail. I mean, that was it made my day, maybe my week. It's been a rough week, so. <laughs> It's only Tuesday, but it's been a rough week. And it was just so kind. She wrote us a really, well, she wrote me a really nice card. But she mentioned the podcast, so. Well, you sent me a picture of the uh, outside of the card that she made. Yeah. And without even, like, knowing the full story, I was like, whoa, somebody learned the key to Casey's heart? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't made it obvious at all how I feel about Sarah Gross. (laughs) So, yeah, that was cool. So, <laughs> shout out to you, Susie. It was so nice. So kind. All right. Uh, also, shout out to our 2019 FSBT Student of the Year, Audrey. Uh, her <laughs> joke about someone having to confiscate John Chris's rollerblades has been <laughs> bouncing around in my head all week long. So, I forgot about that. <laughs> shout out to you, Audrey. Uh, oh, Audrey's so funny. She is. She's too funny. She's not real. I, I don't think she's real. She's <laughs> there's like a there's like a 37 year old repressed homeschooler somewhere that's just using using a picture of a, of a teen girl as her Twitter Twitter account. So okay. So speaking of John Chris, did you like that segue, Haas? It was so good. So good. <laughs> uh, what about him? So, <laughs> we're really keeping it light on this episode. We're going from curated divorce uh, explainers to John Christ videos. Yeah. We, we wanted to do this one closer to when it broke. and Right. Which was last week. Yeah, we had some trouble linking up. Uh, sometimes, shocker, when you have seven children <laughs> between two families, sometimes <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. it's a challenge to, to link up. I think that actually yes. might have been better, though, because it gave us a couple extra yeah, days to sort of... To get madder. <laughs> <laughs> to kind of put our thoughts in order. Um, yeah. And maybe just reflect a little bit more. Yeah, so John Chris put out a three-ish minute video, three, I don't know, maybe four minutes, um, and the title just said, a message from me, smiley face. Mm-hmm. <sighs> He's been off the scene for eight months, right? Yes. Since he got, the story broke that mm-hmm. he was, uh sexually harassing women using his position of power and fame to sexually harass women and winter jam tickets and to get yes the the access to the winter jam tickets really (laughs) anyways so that was eight months ago and he's put out this video that i mean how would you explain it uh, it's not an apology video. It's a non-apology apology. Because he definitely did not say he was sorry or acknowledge at any point in the video the people that he hurt. I would actually, I would, puns aside, I would call it brand management. Mm-hmm. That's what, that, that was, that was my take, my brief takeaway from it was, this is, this is brand management that I'm watching right now. Yeah, so full disclosure, I it's my personal like opinion of him that the, like this is an addict situation. This isn't jump someone who's just like 
horny and doesn't know what to do with it. Uh, so that's kind of, that informs my whole response to it, having experience in my family with addiction and the way that addicts communicate and how they try to manage your perception of them and manage how, uh, like, how far they've come in a short amount of time. And so, yeah, man, it was just a bummer of a video. It was. It, it upset me. Like, the amount of times he talked, he said, like, some decisions he made in his personal life. I'm like, you, you know what it reminded me of when I was thinking about it later? Like, the Clinton Lewinsky scandal. And there was this whole big thing about, like, well, that's his private life. And that, like, that's what it reminded me of. It was kind of like he downplayed what he did by just, like, talking about how it was his personal life. Like, those are his, those are his personal choices. Mm-hmm. As yeah. if they didn't affect tons of other people. Yeah. And I think that he, like tried to sound repentant when he was like that's all those are those choices are on me like no shit buddy who else would they like who else is gonna take the fall for them of course they're on you but saying like oh i'm responsible for the choices that i made oh congratulations like i'm teaching my 12 year old to do that (laughs) what why should i be proud of you for making this video yeah. And then go ahead. No, no, keep going, keep going. I can I can talk later. And then he he made this statement like I really thought, you know, because of of the Christian atmosphere I grew up in that I would be met with a lot of judgment. Something like along those lines. And like when you when I really thought about it, I'm like, this is so manipulative because what he's saying is that anybody who is who is going to push back against him now is like, oh, they're judgmental. They're legalistic because there's people who are not judgmental and legalistic who are like there for me and encouraging me and loving me. Which, of course, like, he needs that. He needs people to be there for him and love him and encourage him. But he also does not need to be given his platform back eight months into this. After years, like, seven years or something of this behavior. I don't, I don't, I guess I don't totally agree. Like, I don't really care whether or not he gets his platform back because I that's not a ministry. Like he's just telling jokes. Yeah. I'm, I'm more, yeah. I'm more concerned with like everybody rushing in to praise him. Like those are the mm-hmm. people that's, that's the part that bugs me is like everybody like rushing in and, and just kind of so many taking people. this, taking this at, as a, a great thing. And it's like, well, and something you'll learn when you become well acquainted with Instagram is that if you have a blue check, if you're verified, your comment appears at the top of a post so, like, that that post got, you know, thousands of comments, but all these blue check famous Christians are at the top. And just think about, like, John Christ's victims who definitely are going to, to watch that video and seeing all these other Christians, probably, like, people whose music they enjoy and or <clears throat> pastors that they've listened to with, like, basically total disregard for the people that he's hurt that's a great point great point a few people have said that but not many most people are just most people are trying to get him to start making jokes again that's what they want yeah um okay so i don't pull this card very often but it it, it you know if i was ever gonna pull it it would uh, phrasing <laughs> <laughs> if i was ever okay. going to use this card i would use it okay now play uh, we, with cards you play them well you know i'm i'm a <laughs> christian i don't play cards so <laughs> okay <laughs> uh in, in my previous life i was a associate licensed counselor in a rehab facility uh, i did mm-hmm. that for about four years so uh 
I don't know John Christ. I don't really feel comfortable trying to say exactly what is going on with him, but I said mm-hmm. that to say I am familiar with the language of addiction and recovery. So I was listening mm-hmm. to it through that lens, uh, his video. And just my, if you, if you take away all the peripheral things of what he did and who he hurt mm-hmm. and what the process of restoration would look like and should look like and just push all that to the side and just take this video on its own terms, like, it just totally did not pass the sniff test mm-hmm. for any kind of, uh, you know, genuine repentance. Like it just, mm-hmm. it, 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 it felt like brand management. Like he didn't mm-hmm. say he was sorry. He didn't say what he did. Not We didn't, don't need the, the gritty details, but everything was about him. Mm-hmm. Nothing was about the people who he hurt. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a huge warning sign. Like, right. Uh, yeah. So I don't think that John Christ owes me or the like Christians an apology. Mm-hmm. He owes specific people an apology that he knows that he's hurt. So it's not necessarily that I think he should have made a video to be like, I'm sorry for doing this to, to everybody. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there was no like acknowledgement of repentance towards people or acknowledgement of those people that he's hurt just like huh what 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 is this yeah he had eight months to make this video like it should Mm -hmm. have been perfect it should have been it should have been (laughs) well he didn't go on his phone that was his big thing i think we were supposed to be proud of him if if you have on his phone (laughs) if you have eight months to craft an apology video it should Mm -hmm. be airtight and this thing was just a disaster. Um, it was. It was a bummer. Yeah, it was. And it, apparently we're in the minority for thinking that it was a disaster. I haven't seen a lot of... Uh, I haven't seen a lot of people that I personally follow on any socials affirming it. A few random people. Uh, but yeah, a ton of CCM people and pastors and stuff like that i and i acknowledge it like this is a weird situation because like Mm -hmm. the normal rules of restoration they don't totally apply to him because he doesn't Mm -hmm. have a pulpit he's not he's not asking to you know do counseling with right he's not leading people in in that sense um so, you know, as, as bothered by the videos that I was, like, I, I honestly, like, don't really care if he starts making videos again. Mm-hmm. But, like, he could just, it it was not the video that we needed to see. It, mm. I mean, I would probably feel totally different about this, or not totally, but mostly different about this, if it had been a genuine apology of, mm-hmm. hey, guys, I really messed up a lot of things. Uh, this is what I'm doing uh my pastor yeah, everything was really vague about like what he did and yeah like how about the guys how about the guys that maybe struggle with some of this stuff too john like right. how about you lay out some things for them and just say hey you know it was a sexual sin you don't need details it was sexual sin and my pastors have my socials passwords now they're reading my dms mm-hmm. i have mm-hmm. an i have an accountability group that i'm meeting with right um you know these are the steps i'm taking but mm-hmm. everything was framed in the past tense, which is right. a big red flag. I had a yeah. problem. This was something that I did or something that right. happened to me in, in the past. And it's like, well, right. you know, and, and, and I'm not calling him an addict. I'm just saying in the language of addiction, it's mm-hmm. a it's a present. Like it's an ongoing, it's a perpetual thing of yep. this needs to be treated. Mm-hmm. You don't just pray about this and it goes away. Um, yeah. You know, and, and if that's your, you know, if that's your experience with addiction that you prayed and it went away, then good for you. But it, it doesn't work that way for a lot of people. <laughs> no, it doesn't. So be diplomatic and say it that way. Yeah, I think too. What definitely stuck out to me is that when that story kind of broke, it talked about his sister kind of managing him, I guess. Or... Uh-huh. Or when people started coming forward, like she was kind of in charge of 
making sure he was not doing this stuff and what could go wrong <laughs> and there's just i yeah there's just probably no chance that she also got the the level of help that she or anybody else that was like trying to help him through this but probably actually acted as a codependent got the help that they needed over the last eight months not to say that they didn't get any but it's just a lot it's, it's a lot yeah i think so. the most important thing you said was just how do the how did the women feel that you know he was trying to bully and leverage and uh you know use for lack of a better word how do, how they, do they feel f- forgotten and like their stories don't matter mm-hmm yeah. And when really they they need to be matter and they need to matter and they need to be heard and they need to know that they didn't do something wrong because John Christ p- preyed on them. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Especially Christian women need to hear that mm-hmm. over and over again when a man uses them for a for a sexual sin. It made me when, wonder too. Sorry, are you done? Yeah, just that that's not on them. It made me wonder too that like if there wasn't a little bit of residue with how the church views sexual issues, which, you know, all cards on the table. I think the church has made a lot of strides in how they deal with addiction Mm -hmm. and understand addiction. I think Mm -hmm. sometimes when it's a sexual thing, there's still a little bit of residue of, oh, he's just horny. He just needs to, (laughs) you know, take care of that. He just needs to get married. He just needs to... Mm -hmm. Get that out of get that out of his system, right? Um, but I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there because it, yeah. it, everything was really vague, like you said. Yeah, that is my one, and I had already said this to to you. That's my one like small piece of pity for him that this is tied to his sexuality, which he can't turn off. So that's I feel that level of pity for him that what he like if it is an addiction it is tied to that and you, you can't turn that part of you off mm-hmm. so yeah. and just you know as a as a final thing i i think probably like the weirdest thing about the whole video uh was there at the end when he started whacking off <laughs> <laughs> i got gotcha. you he really did. <laughs> if, if you didn't hear our previous episode eight months ago where we talked about John Chris, that just sounded like a horrible joke. And it was. And I don't apologize. <laughs> I got to sit up. I'm like sinking into my bed. Hold on. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Anyways. I gotta okay. be honest, that made me really dizzy watching you do that. <laughs> it's like, oh, Casey's inside a tornado right now. <laughs> I was like, kept sinking lower and lower. I'm like, <laughs> by the end of this podcast, I'm gonna be full horizontal. <laughs> okay. I think that's a good place in that combo. <laughs> that's a good place to what? In that combo. <laughs> yes. Full horizontal. <laughs> I meant your joke. <laughs> no, nah, I, I, I know this will probably get edited out, but it it just it kind of makes me sad for him too. Of like how much the the shame cycle just must be unbearable for him because mm-hmm. it wasn't just that he was having sex or trying to have sex, but there was a lot of like tiptoeing right up to the edge and then. Mm-hmm. Back, from from the reports, the different reports of, um, yeah, and just you know, like it was obviously a lot of it was about power too. Like, mm-hmm. let me see how I can control these women. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to read too much into that, but maybe if I don't know, maybe just like, like if this you're feeling of importance, just like 
just... I'm in a position of power and fame, and this is what I can get people to do. This is what I can get Christian women to do. Yeah, going after married Christian women. Like, that's right. that's a high-risk endeavor mm-hmm. when you probably don't have to do that as a mm-hmm. famous, you know. Right. As a, as a really famous comedian and, and internet personality. You don't have to do mm-hmm. that. Um, so there's some there's some weird stuff there. Of like, why are you going after... Are you trying to get caught? Like, is it just the mm-hmm. thrill of it? I, I don't know, but it 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 just seemed like a yeah. very tor- tortured soul. So, mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, <clears throat> anywho, <clears throat> okay, so uh, we are going to keep this thing rolling. We taught we uh, <laughs> raged about curated divorce photos on socials, <laughs> then we transition seamlessly into uh the john christ sex scandal uh what do you want to do what do you want to do next Haas? you want to talk about talk about like child trafficking or <laughs> let's talk about the intersection of child trafficking and the coronavirus <laughs> oh man and then we'll get into race <laughs> we're gonna solve it and the election <laughs> I'm legitimately getting scared. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay. Um, hey, new segment, and I forgot to make notes for this segment, so let's just fly blind. All right, let's do it. <laughs> I forgot I was going to make notes for this one, and I totally forgot. <laughs> so, okay. All uh, right. Let's do some obscure impressions, Haas. I'm excited. I think the people should know that we switched to video recording. Okay. So I'm getting to observe these, not just hear them, which is just going to make it even more fun. It's going to be bad because you're going to start laughing before I even do them as my face contorts. I'll do this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So this is like the dumbest. Every once in a while we just do something that is so stupid that it just makes us laugh. Yes. So I'm going to give you obscure impressions of people that you don't know and nobody else knows. And that's kind of why it's so dumb. <laughs> okay. So how do you want, can I explain who these people are to begin? Like, how do you want to do this? Uh, this is your thing. Okay. This is your idea. I'm just going to explain who these people are. Okay. okay. First off, uh, Charlie Pierce. Charlie Pierce. Is that you? Oh, yes, it is. Hey, Casey, it's time for you to meet my dad. (laughs) Okay, I can't wait. (laughs) You know, uh, you know, when I want to sit down and watch a movie, uh, you know, you know, I'm sorry, but Waterworld, great film, great (laughs) film. You know, and the critics didn't like it. I I, I don't I don't know what the problem was, because you got, you know, you got. You got Kevin Costner. You got a little bit of Dennis Hopper in there. And, and you know, I'm sorry. That's a great film. I, you know, you throw in some explosions. And I'll sit back. And I'm fine. I I love that movie. I, I'll sit down and watch that three or four times a week. <laughs> this is this a recent conversation you had? Please say yes. Oh, this is one of my dad's uh, favorite talking points. That he loves the movie Waterworld. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I've never seen it. I'm sure you've seen it. Hey, I'm gonna put you in touch with my dad, and you. <laughs> and he'll give do you me... really want to do that, Matthew? <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> mm. Okay, oh, uh, obscure impression number two. This is one of the pastors in my church. This is gonna get me in trouble. Because okay. there will be at least one or two people who hear this that know him. Okay, okay. But actually, no, I won't get in trouble. You know why? Because I'm not a member. I win again. <laughs> what can they do to me? Nothing. Well, they can, like, trespass you from the property, but... <laughs> well, no, nobody's going there anyway, because it's all shut That's down. That's true. That's so, true. I win okay. again. Okay, okay. Uh, You're the probably past... the most famous non-member of their church non-member yes i think <laughs> we actually have a no, no, no. we actually have a really famous person that was there oh really yes you can tell me later my wife kendra <laughs> <laughs> okay so 
This is uh, this is one of the pastors at my church. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna do it. Is this a man? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta close my eyes because I know you're gonna be laughing. Do you have at a me. picture it's, of him? In my mind, I do right now. <laughs> You know, when I, Christian life, it's, you know, I was, I was thinking, it reminds me of when I was at Dallas, studying under a great man of God, uh, Herman Stoneburner, and he said to me, uh, you're, you're listening but you're not hearing. And I just think there's a lot of applications to that. Today. That's one of my pastors at church. It's also wow. a lot of different pastors who name drop where they went to seminary and then I'm throw out. He's a little older. I love that I love that about pastors when they throw out where they went to seminary and uh, mm-hmm. who they studied under and it's somebody that you've never heard of and it's like, but uh, you should definitely be yeah. impressed anyways <laughs> I guess okay final obscure impression I saved the best for last okay. uh, this is this is Eric you jackass this is the <laughs> This is the this is the kid from the youth group across town, Ooh. who all the girls loved, and you know what he would do, Casey? What? Every three months or so, he'd come over to our church to our smaller youth group, and just visit, so like all the girls could love him there too. You know what this was, Casey? This was the prophet Nathan's story to King David about the guy with all the sheep, and then the one guy with like the little sheep. That was you, Eric. You were the guy with all the sheep. Stay in your own youth group. <laughs> Eric had perfect sideburns, and uh, he wore a leather jacket. And I would describe him as great value brand Chris Evans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, not bad. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he was no near, nowhere near tall enough, though. That was the main problem. Is Chris Evans tall? I, uh, he's not six eight. We know that. Yeah, he's not six eight. Okay, so this is Eric. This is Eric <laughs> okay. from the youth group. <clears throat> okay. Whenever he would roll into our youth group just to rile up all the women. Did he have a motorcycle? N- no, he didn't. Um, okay. This is this is Eric. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so you know, like I was talking to talking to my pastor Trey. <laughs> <laughs> and like his name's like his name's Robert. Like I call him Trey. <laughs> Praise God. And I was, I was like, I was like asking him, like you know, because I got the calling. Praise God, I've got the calling. But like I was thinking, like what if, like what if Mission Field was was you? <laughs> Praise God. And I, what if we just like redefine that? <laughs> oh, oh, praise God. <laughs> That's like a charismatic thing, right? Saying praise God every Yes. Yes. Yeah, so he was working very hard to let us know how spiritual he was by just <laughs> tacking praise God under the end of sentences that didn't belong there or that didn't fit. Wow. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> yeah, the girls loved him. I, he doesn't. I, I mean, <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> well, think about it. it was, <laughs> think, think about who the who the competition was for the ladies. You at, and your brothers. <laughs> it was me, my brother in seventh grade. I, oh, I keep, okay. Keep in mind, at this point, I am. Like six foot seven and one seventy five, maybe. 
<laughs> and cannot be around cannot be around cannot be within five feet of a girl without sweating <laughs> and just babbling incoherently yeah. and uh there was another seventh grader and then there was a nerd uh and that was it there were no actual uh available guys in the entire youth group <laughs> eric knew he did he was he on did. the prowl him and his praise gods <laughs> trey <laughs> what trey trey pastor trey <laughs> oh, that's definitely a name that no like that is a nickname <laughs> just he also he also did the thing it was like the late 90s early 2000s thing where his hair was cut really short but he had gel in it all the time anyway (laughs) i was like what are you doing man like your hair's not even long enough to like point in any single direction it doesn't matter you had to you had to put product in your hair at that time of life it was just danny did it oh man yeah, I mean, it worked for Danny. He had a, he had a, he had a girlfriend at thirteen. <laughs> yeah, maybe, well, maybe, maybe that's what I didn't do. I didn't have enough gel in my hair. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> you cracked the case. <laughs> oh man. So uh, maybe it's just all these impressions that I've been doing, but I think it's time for some more roll aids. <laughs> did you eat today um actually you're gonna be proud of me i ate wendy's on the way <laughs> on the way home f- from the park and it was <laughs> not good oh man no that's the source of your discomfort no actually i tell you what the source of it um i ate at least half a bag of jalapeno cheese puffs earlier today oh yeah yeah <laughs> I'm paying the price poor, right now. A poor choice. Yeah, I mean, I worked out afterwards. I felt like it would balance out, but apparently, worked I did out not. after that. No, just like a few hours after that. Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't know why I'm not seeing results. I'm eating cheese puffs before every workout. <laughs> I was just, yeah, wow. <laughs> I don't know if I've had jalapeno cheese puffs. I'm going to avoid them. Probably the best. (laughs) Praise God.